Welcome everyone, my name is Will, and I would like to thank you for joining me again for episode 2 of uh, my morning Bible study. Uh, today, I will share with you my thoughts on what I derived from a verse from the book of 1 Peter. Uh, so let's just dive into it. 1 Peter 3.7 reads, Likewise, husbands, dwell with them, speaking of their wives, according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. Um, in verses 1 through 6 of this chapter, you know, Peter, is, he gives instructions to wives about submitting to their husbands and how to pursue true beauty, you know. And of course, through all this preaching, I could just imagine the guys, you know, all the high fives between the guys, maybe even if you preach, Peter, you know, that type of thing. Um, and then in verse 7, he starts telling the men, and this, you know, this is the mile-long list of your responsibilities as a husband. You know, again, you know, I'm saying, what? You know, full stop, high fives made the way through. No more preach, Peters. Um, so, but at the heart of this verse, it's pretty much telling men to honor and respect their wives. Um, this was such a radical ideal at that time, though, where women were oppressed and often discounted and treated as second-rate citizens and, you know, just treated plain badly. So the teaching that men should honor their wives as equal co-heirs of God's grace, well, that was uh, quite revolutionary. Um, and Peter just wanted to make sure they understand it. So to make them understand this message that he's given them, Peter pinpoints a consequence, you know, that Christian husbands who do not follow the command to honor their wife will see their prayers hindered. Uh, he did not list any particulars on how this would look with their prayers being hindered, but he just wanted it to be clear and wanted them to know that any husband who is abusive, disrespectful, or just otherwise belittling to a wife is defying the, you know, the will of God, period. Um, and he must repent of that behavior and change that behavior before communication would uh, be fully restored with the Lord. Uh, it also points out, it specifically points out, that wives should be respected as the weaker vessel. Uh, this is not saying, you know, it's not saying that wives are actually weaker in any specific way. Uh, it was rather that husbands must honor their wives as they would honor or care for something more fragile. Um, this point is purely about how husbands, you know, are to treat their wives as a protector not as a dominant, bullheaded, you know, authoritarian, this is my way or the highway type of guy, but as a protector, you know, you're my wife, it's my job to protect you and lead you and, and always, you know, and everything that word of it as a protector encompasses. Um, and lastly, he points out that husbands are to live with their wives with knowledge. Um, I interpreted this to mean it's as knowledge as with a growing understanding of who our wives are. Um, you know, we get married and as we go through our marriage and all the little rough spots we're going to hit, you know, we need to take note um, in our marriage and change ourselves based on these experiences to make things, you know, go smoother and to become, you know, more of a godly husband. Because uh, we're we we can't change our wives. They can't change us. The only one who can change you is you. So if you are not taking the time to take note of your wife and how she reacts to you, 
and what you're doing in the situation, then uh, honestly, you're you're falling short as a husband. It is our job to do that. I mean, we're commanded to do that. Um, and it could be tiresome at times. It could be very tiresome, you know. But but that is our job as a husband to do that, uh, and we should want to do that. You know, this is the woman that we have chosen, and God has given us to say, you know, here. This is the woman I've chosen for you to be your wife, to be your helper. Do your job. Um, so we we cannot fail on that task. Um, of course, it could also be interpreted, you know, um, as you know, with knowledge of the instruction God has given us on our responsibilities, husbands, you know. But either way you interpret it, it's the responsibility is very much the same, you know. We are to be, be protectors. We are not to be needy. It's uh, we are to be, you know, godly men. Um, and a lot of people say, "Wow, you know, is that it? No problem, right?" Well, you know, a lot of men, and I have known quite a few, they jump into marriage without truly understanding what being a husband means. Let alone being a father. I can't even get in that, you know, because I'm not a father myself. But as a husband, before you get into it. And decide to get married and to try to be a husband you really need to understand what it means because um, they jump into marriage not knowing what it means you know, and it shows in the marriage a lot of times you know it shows but the marriage coming to a really nasty end and, and, and it's just not a good a good thing especially if there's children involved um, you know I, I can remember when I was a single man around uh, 2021 I thought once of marriage, you know, I thought, well, maybe I should get married, you know, and I literally, I laughed out loud, you know, <laughs> like telling myself, you know, you can't even live with your, live with or manage yourself, you know, without strife in your life, so how on earth do you think you can manage being married, you know, I was angry, selfish, and I was just plain bitter with the world at that time, um, you know, and I knew that, you know, the number one thing that a man really should learn to do before even thinking of marriage is learn self-management. Um, you know, you don't want to get married, in other words, looking for a mom, you know. You need to understand that God made a woman as a helper, not a caretaker. You know, we need to be able to self-manage ourselves, self-guide, self-lead ourselves. Because if we cannot do that, there's no way we can lead our wives, you know, as, as we're supposed to do. Uh, you know, but honestly, I assumed I would never get married. You know, I just was not husband material. You know, and that was that. I never gave it a second thought. Uh, you know, but like all things in my life, I found that the that the Lord, you know, He had other plans for me. And uh, so between the age, uh, I was gonna say 21 and 26, I underwent a lot of what I call painful soul surgery. You know, and the Lord, He was a surgeon. In those years, sometimes I found myself so full of ungodly sorrow that I honestly didn't know if I'd come through it in one piece. Huh? You know, but each day, little by little. That sorrow changed my heart, you know, piece by piece. Uh, until one day, you know, it's like I woke up and I realized there's a strange thought going on here, you know, that, that I wanted a wife. You know, um, I'm thinking, you know, this is such a crazy thought. Why would I want a wife, you know? Um, I never even dated. Had, you know, I had no desire to date because I knew I wasn't, I could never do anything with it, you know? And, and I rather, I didn't want a wife, I mean a girlfriend, I wanted a wife. You know, and so, like I learned to do in all things, you know, I turned to the Lord in prayer and told him, Lord, you know, if, 
if this is your will, you know, just guide me in that direction and where I need to be and, and you know, finish what I need to finish. Um, and as always, you know, he was he was true, true to his word, you know, that, that he knows what's best for us. And, and he blessed me with a wife, you know, that, that just fit me and who I was. You know, it's, it's like a missing part I, that I never knew I had lost. Um, and, you know, it's, I believe it was at that time I really started to understand that if our heart's desire and what we wanted lined up with his desire for our lives, he will deliver in, in ways we cannot even fathom. I mean, we're not capable of fathoming what we need. We have no idea what we need. He does, you know, he knows our hearts. He, he created us, you know, from the time he started us in the womb, he knows who we are. Um, and it's a wonderful thing when it happens. That it just, it's just a fantastic thing. So I guess I was, you know, husband material after all. Well, I wasn't, but after he got through with me, I was. Uh, am I a perfect husband? Absolutely not. Not at all. Am I a God-friend husband who strives every single day to follow the will God has given me as a husband? You know, I like to think I am. I like to think so. And I really like to think my wife thinks so. Um, sometimes, though, you know, it's... <laughs> sometimes... Um, you know, honestly, sometimes I fall flat on my face, and I feel like a failure as a husband, as a man, you know. But by the grace of God, I get back up, I make my amends with the Lord and with my wife, and I just keep going. I keep trying, always doing my best to show, to show her and and the Lord. You know, I, I want to show the Lord that I take His command to me as a husband and my responsibility serious you know it's it's what matters you know and I try to show her every day that aside from God there is none above her you know you know it's, it's nice to have time with the boys but she is first you know it's nice to have my time going hiking whatever I like to do but she is first after God she is the only thing um, of course you know I win some I lose some uh, but I keep going that is the best I can do. Um, so far, it's been good enough. She hasn't put something in my tea or anything, so, <laughs> you know, but I'll, I'll always keep trying, always trying to improve myself, you know. Um, you know, so in conclusion, brothers and sisters, none of us will ever be the perfect husband or wife, but with prayer, the Lord's guidance and humbleness and keeping our focus on what God says is right about marriage and what we should be in a marriage and what our roles are in marriage, we can definitely be a godly husband or wife. Thanks for listening. Till next time, God bless.